Blog Talk Radio. everybody this Friday night. Everything I'm well, cool. thank you. What's going on with you? Everything is hey. good. I'm just chilling. Beautiful day today. I'm chilling. Okay, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. And how are you tonight, mm. Kelly? Oh, I'm, I'm not too bad. I'm kind of Hot again today, but I hear it's supposed to be breezy tomorrow, so that'll be great. I'm going to sit by the pool with my cocktail with the umbrella. Okay. Looking for a relaxing (laughs) Saturday, huh? That sounds like a winner. Uh, For sure. For sure. All right. What's up with you, Papa? Yeah, you got weekend plans, too? (laughs) (laughs) You know, the usual, just, uh, you know. Staying healthy, hopefully, and keeping things right. Nothing in particular, you know. All righty. Well, we're not taking any calls tonight, so we're going to just jump right into it. And Papa Didi, you got one for us tonight to get us going, so uh, take it away. Yeah, I was uh, looking at this list of uh, the people that are in the soup. And I just want to say that I wonder how people feel when they see their name up in lights, you know, and see things that, you know, you can't be proud of that. You know what I'm saying? You can't be. And and people faking it. And and we got some other stuff we're going to discuss later on, too, that's got to do with other mess in the world. But, uh, you can't fake it when you see a name up in lights. Uh, you know, these are the people who have been indicted in uh, in Georgia. 18 people. I mean, it's amazing the hard, wonderful work that the district, that the district attorney is doing. And, you know, it doesn't even matter who they are, what race they are, or anything, but it just seems like, you know, the Republicans and the right wing I'm trying to put a, a, a twist on it, being she's a black female, you know. But does that really matter, you know? I mean, they're trying to downplay the crime, but uh, and the hard work they've done to, if you look at the different indictments, they took everybody and they listed exactly what they did, you know? And that's I why I it. said when you, look at, when you look at your name up in lights like that, and see exactly what you did. You, you, uh, how long are you going to stand on the, on the pride of saying, you know, 
I'm on the right side of white, and that's all that matters. You know, but, uh, man, we got 18 people, and uh, we got the Rudy Giuliani, Red Wine's boy. <laughs> Not John <her>. Eastman. <laughs> Mark Meadows. He's a Trump chief of staff. John Eastman was one of Trump's lawyers. Sidney Powell. Another lawyer. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Kenneth, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cheesebro? Chesbro? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, interesting name. <laughs> yeah, and, and he yep, was the one that um, coordinated the plan to have the 16 Georgian Republicans to sign the false documents. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All these all, all these lawyers involved. That that's what blows my mind. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna take all your talent and all the trust people got in you, and you got behind right. a bandwagon that was funky as ever. And, right, uh, but, but these already take an oath. I mean, you know, it's crazy. I wonder how I many of most... them are being disbarred after this. Oh, that's a good no, uh, they have to get They have to get to that. The conviction mm-hmm. has to go in place. And being their lawyers, they're going to try every snake, snake, snake move to, you know, avoid it, push yeah. it back and everything. But the cool thing about mm-hmm. this is that this is a state trial. This isn't. You know, everybody wants to be on a on a government trial due to the mm-hmm. conditions of the prison and everything. But when you're in a state prison, boy, I tell you what, <laughs> you know, they don't mm-hmm. take care of them like that. So, and yeah. uh, get back to names: Jeff Clark, Jenna Ellis, Ray Smith, Robert Cheesley, Michael Roman. Mm-hmm. David Shepard. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sean Steele. Stephen Cliffgard Lee. Harrison William Prescott Floyd. Damn, that oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That guy, wait a minute. That guy you just mentioned, Prescott Floyd, that guy was uh, mm-hmm. the director of Black Voices for Trump. Really? I'm like, now what were you doing? Is that the one that planted the black folks when he did his, his rallies and stuff? I don't know. Oh. I don't know if that was his job, but he was the director mm-hmm. for the uh, the Black Voices for Trump. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what his role mm-hmm. was, but that was his title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Papa. Who's Freeman in Chicago based publishers? Trevion Cutt, or Cuddy. Mm. Yeah, Trevion was a Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Cuddy, Trevion Cuddy, Kathy, Ledham, Scott Graham Hall, and uh, Misty Hampton. Mm-hmm. And th- these people have you know, all kinds of positions and all kinds of, like you said, uh, oaf. People have taken oafs and and everything, mm-hmm. and it's going to show you show you how many people that Trump had lasso into his web, you know, and convinced them wow. to act a fool, you know, to go, come along with me, and let's just, uh, you know, do what we want to do, not do what we have to do, do what we want to do. And I really honored Georgia for 
for stepping up and saying that, you know, we we not we ain't going for that. And that was a beautiful thing because you have to see what side how how's it gonna mm-hmm. end up, you know? It's almost like dropping yeah. something down in the toilet, you know? And you go out there to the street to the sewer to see what it looks like when it comes out, you know, and that's that's what's happening here. They they all sat back and um, you know, just act like they can just do their thing and say what they wanted to say and push their weight around. Like they're gonna just be influenced by that, and and the main person was Pence. You know, Pence held his own and said, "I don't have the right to do that." You know? Yeah, they I mean, tried he, it. He would have found out eventually. He would have found out eventually he didn't have a right, but he he stepped up early with it. But he's still a punk ass, so he, I really can't give him too much credit. <laughs> he's afraid to he's afraid to speak on Trump. You know, strongly and verbally. If you don't attack Trump in this beca- in this upcoming um, Debate, then he goes. He gonna smack you around. You know how he is. He's the Mike Tyson of smack around. So yeah, that debate was interesting. I was just. I just want to say I was just astonished at the things that people were doing behind the scenes, and these are people that should know better. You know, I mean, like like we said, these were a lot of these folks were lawyers, so you know the law. You know when you're breaking the law, but they did it anyway because they just followed Trump and just, you know, kept engaging in stuff that they knew was wrong. Those those people, uh, that woman who was in charge of the elections, the election board, I think it was, Misty, uh, somebody in Georgia, she allowed this group mm-hmm. of people to come in there and copy records and stuff from the election data and that was not authorized. You know, she knew she shouldn't have done that, but she was so hell bent on trying to help prove that the election was stolen from Trump. So she allowed these 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 folks to come in there and make copies of stuff because they were determined they were going to find their proof to back up Trump's false allegations. And I'm like, when do you let your your determination cloud your better judgment? You can't be that much of a follower of somebody that you just throw away all your common sense. But that's what they did. Hmm. It's crazy. Or either they were scared of Trump, one or the other. Or it's, it's, it's about greed. Maybe he promised them some money. It's crazy how people follow other people. Why? Yeah, well, once he once he becomes president, he can just he can throw gifts all around, which he did for the last four years. Some people living large up there. You don't know what was going on in that White House half the time, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the difference with these uh, state indictments is that even if he got elected again, you can't pardon those because that's state. You can pardon federal indictments and stuff, but at the state level, a president cannot pardon that. So all mm-hmm. of these people that you just named, they will not be able to get a presidential pardon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It is crazy. You just don't understand, people. It's just greed and just... I guess want to be on top. I don't know. 
this political thing is just a big, big ass web, and all these spiders are crawling to it. Mm. Mm. Crazy. All right. Well, we gave Trump enough time. Let's move on. Uh, let's get into the rundown. Uh, Kettle, you ready? Uh, yes, I am. I'm glad that's what you said. All right, in focus, Mississippi judge declares a mistrial. Also, the FCPS rejects Virginia's new policy on uh, transgender students. And AP African American Studies canceled by Arkansas officials. Also, a cocktail of the week is a vodka, vodka rosemary, lemon peas. Uh, what's popping with Papa Didi? I'm going to lighten it up, of course, with our weird news. Um, our first one is a flight to Dubai delayed after bear escapes. Also, yoga enthusiasts enjoy yoga with furry friends. And Italy to spend $3.1 million to tackle invasion of blue friends. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, I love my people, however. Also, living for the city with Papa D, my Hollywood wrap-up tonight, kiss it list, and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and uh, I guess you already get into this in focus here. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, Kettle, since you got the mic, you might as well go ahead and uh, what's your uh, in focus for tonight? Okay. Well, Mike sounds nice. Okay. Um, Mississippi uh, judge declares a mistrial for two white men charged in attack on a black FedEx driver. Here we go again. Brookhaven, Mississippi. Hmm. I had to look them up. Citing errors by police, a Mississippi judge declared a mistrial um, in the case of two white men accused of chasing and shooting at a black FedEx driver who was making a delivery. Brandon Case and his father, Gregory Case, are charged with attempted first-degree murder, conspiracy, and shooting into the vehicle driven by uh, Montario Gibson. Um, uh, now Gibson, uh, he's 25, was not injured, but the chase and the gunfire led to complaints um, on social media of racism in the Brookhaven area. Uh, the judge, uh, David Strong, said he made the mistrial decision because of errors by the Brookhaven Police Department detective. Hmm. So the judge ended the session early after Detective uh, Fernando acknowledged um, under oath while the jury was out of the courtroom that he had not previously given prosecutors or defense attorneys a videotape uh, statement police had uh, taken from Gibson. So the judge said that the officer um, also improperly testified about guns found in the home of one of the men on trial and shell casings found outside the home. Um, but the defense attorney requested the mistrial, the strong, uh, and strong said he had uh, no choice but to uh, grant it. Wow. Okay. So... The encounter between Gibson and Cases happened as Gibson made a FedEx delivery on the evening of January 2022 uh, while driving a van with the Hertz logo on three sides. After he dropped off a package at a home on a dead-end public road, Gregory Case used a pickup truck to try to block the van from leaving. And Brandon Case came outside with a gun, Bates told the uh, majority white jury. As Gibson drove the van 
um, around the pickup truck, shots were fired with three rounds hitting the delivery van and some of the packages inside. Are you serious? I guess they didn't want this delivery man to come in this area. Hmm. Um, it, it goes on to say Gibson, he's still employed by FedEx, but is on workers' compensation leave. The judge last week dismissed Gibson's federal law seeking $5 million from FedEx, writing that the lawsuit failed to prove the company discriminated against him because of his race. Um, that litigation also named the city of Brookhaven, the police uh, chief, and the cases, and more that he plans to file a new uh, civil suit in state court. I can't see him filing a charge against FedEx saying that he was discriminated against. That, that wasn't the right thing to sue them for, I guess. That just didn't make sense. Well, my question yeah. is this. Why why didn't FedEx give him a FedEx truck? Why is he driving a Hertz rental truck? I mean, are the That's other drivers question. all driving a FedEx truck? I know sometimes the post office, they use other vehicles to deliver mail. So um, that might have been a rental. Um, because a lot of times they don't want to um, put the money in fixing these trucks. You know, that's what I've heard through um, other people from um, the, uh, uh, you know, post office. Yeah. So this might be the same type of situation. But um, Yeah, I don't know, I've seen Amazon they, but, drivers with, you know, unmarked or rental trucks. I was just right, trying to figure right. out, like, where is he? Where is he and his lawyer coming up with the discrimination thing? Unless he's right. trying to say that the white drivers get FedEx trucks and the black drivers don't. I mean, I'm oh, grasping okay. at straws now. I don't know where yeah. this. Right. But why would these two white men? But what? So these two white guys saw a Hertz truck, saw him mm. walk up to somebody's house, leave a package, and they decide. One of them goes and gets a gun, and the other one tries to block him in. This this sounds like um, what is the guy's name? Did they Aubrey? Did they kill? And and the guy came in, um, their community, and the father and son um ran him down. Right. You remember Papa Diddy? What his name? What was his name? Yeah, Aubrey. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they they shot and gunned him down. Um. You know, it's crazy. You, you know, you don't want any blacks in your neighborhood, so to speak. So, I mean, it's probably a, a majority white population, Brookhaven, Mississippi. So, it's crazy. I don't. That's just crazy. And I hope he, I hope he gets some kind of compensation. I don't know if I would still be working for uh, FedEx though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Or at least I tell them, look, you're going to give me a FedEx truck because I'm not dealing with this kind of stuff. Right. It's less than 12,000 people live there. And probably the majority of people there are of of Caucasian descent, I'm quite sure. Yeah, I, I still don't get why would these two white guys come after him like that. I mean, he wasn't mm-hmm. running. He was doing his job. Once again, somebody just doing their job, minding their business, and here come these two male Karens interfering. Mm-hmm. 
I have to stand corrected. I'm looking at the 2020 census for this particular city, and it says white, 38%, but black, it's 57%. Interesting. So I guess they just didn't want this black man to come in their community, I guess, in their particular area of town. Who knows? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Sounds racist to me. I don't know. What you think, Papa Dini? But let me let me add this before you uh, interject, Pavaditi. It says I'm reading here on the education wise. Up until 1970, separate systems were maintained for black students and white schools. So that that kind of tells you the racial tension there already. So you said separate yeah. school systems were maintained. Yeah, they were okay. up until 1970. Things changed after 1970. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. All right. Comments, Papa Didi. Well, I I believe I heard something to say that they thought that he was trying to rob one of the guy's mother-in-law's house that he was delivering the package to. See, when they came out, they already had their mind made up that he was up to no good. And like you said, it was a typical Karen situation. But see, when people, I mean, there's a lot of people that fought here. You know, like I said, Federal Express, you know, this guy, he's, you know, he's, I mean, if I was not driving a Federal Express truck, I would try to be dressed in as much Federal Express gear that I could have on, you know. Instead of thinking everybody's just going to accept you for what, you know. And, you know, he was a young boy, so therefore I, I, I always say that the younger generation, I don't think that their racial antennas is up high enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they're being that observant. I think that he's getting out of his truck and he's thinking that everything is cool and all that, but he's not showing any kind of, and he probably was really casual on the Federal Express uniform trying to be cool within his own outfit, you know? So you never know. And you got a little tag around, a little ID around your neck, which, I mean, them, them crackers ain't, see, they ain't seeing that. So I think it was so many things that fought there, you know? And Federal Express got to stop being so so greedy where they don't even have enough. How you? Why would you rent a truck when you should miles go ahead and get a truck of your own? And you rent a yeah. U-Haul truck, making it look like somebody's stealing. And then if you notice, Federal Express ain't nowhere near this case. You know, they just like, they ain't paying it no mind. They're like, okay, you can sue us and all, but, you know, we, we stand out of that whole case. And I think the yeah. judge is probably thinking, well, since nobody got killed, then it was just a misunderstanding and we're going to do a mistrial and blah, 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 and, you know, I think that boy need to go ahead on and, uh, like you said, get away from Front Express. Thank God he didn't get shot that day and move on with mm-hmm. his damn life. Mm-hmm. Right. Need to do like Harry uh, Tubman and bring his ass up north. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting point. you said that. Yeah, interesting you said that because I'm I'm still reading in, in, in the um, uh, Wikipedia education part. It says in 2019, it was reported that the school district still 
as largely segregated classrooms, some all black and some majority white. So, like you hmm. said, I would leave that town altogether if I was black. But the majority of the people are there are black. But it just seemed like, you know, the whites seem like the, the, this is their place. And they're going to make it known yeah, well, what it is. So, yeah. so the majority yeah. of black was that way during apartheid also. So they don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. It's who, who got the mental who got the mental lead. And no white folks got that mental lead there. And black folks, most of down south, deep down south, like Mississippi, you know, them blacks are like business as usual. You know what I mean? They're just so tolerant towards stuff that, like I tell you, my big toe can't go past D.C. when it comes to going south. I just can't. I just, I just, I can't. I can't put my big toe further than D.C. when it comes to living down south, you know, as further as I would go. All righty. Well, we'll we'll keep an eye on that case to see how it goes. And we're going to keep it moving. So I've got the next one, and I'm going to try to make this one brief. This is out of uh, Virginia. Fairfax County Public School students turned a rally into a celebration after they got news that the school system had rejected Virginia's new model policies that rolled back the protection for the transgender students. So basically, uh, Governor Youngkin, the governor of Virginia, put out this policy, I think it was actually last year, and the schools have been adopting it, you know, I guess bit by bit. But Fairfax County stood up against it and went, no, we're not going to get with your program, Governor Youngkin. And it really had to do with the way that transgender students were addressed and identified and all of that. Uh, The governor, in a nutshell, he wanted all the transgender students to be identified by their their sex at birth, and he didn't want them to be called by pronouns that they want to be called by or names that they want to be called by due to being transgender unless there was, um, I don't know, if there were some extenuating circumstances or parental permissions and all this other stuff. But the way he was trying to go about it was creating a lot of problems for a lot of people. So parents were upset, teachers were upset, students were upset, everybody was upset. So Fairfax County systems, um, students and teachers and parents got together and had a big rally and said, no, we're not going to get with your, what he calls, model policies on ensuring privacy, dignity, and respect for all students and parents. That was the name of the whole thing. It was a mouthful. So, um, you know, they were very, the parents and everybody was happy that they were going to, that Fairfax County was going to stand against it. And there was another county, I think it was in Spotsylvania, uh, I think they were going along with it. So, or either, I don't know if they were for it or against it. But there's a lot going on with this, and it really all boils down to if the trans students just want to get along with everybody else, honestly, I don't see why there needs to be a separate policy for all of this. If they have the single-use restrooms that are available, then they can just use those. Why do you need a whole policy with multiple pages to go along with it? For that, 
you know, but they're going into this whole thing about who can use this bathroom and that bathroom and whether or not you're going to call them what they want to be called or the parents have to send something that say, I give my written permission to call my child what they want to be called and you, they have to write it out. I mean, it's a whole thing. And and what the advocates were saying is that they were concerned about some students being accidentally outed in the process because it is possible that you could have some transgender students that other students may not even be aware that they're transgender, depending on, you know, the, the body characteristics of that student. But if the teachers are insistent on calling them the name that's on their birth certificate or whatever, then, you know, they get outed, possibly teased, beat up, harassed, and et cetera, et cetera. And that's what the people were protesting against, saying we don't want to have unnecessary drama. Basically just saying let folks live, let folks be. If the schools are supposed to be about education, how about we focus on teaching instead of preaching? That's what they need to do, focus on teaching. So that's what's going on in the Virginia school system. I hope they get it together, and I'm sure they're not the only school system dealing with it. I just think they're putting the emphasis on the wrong things. And then they wonder why the test scores of U.S. students is so low. (laughs) You think this is a political move, so to speak, for Yonkin? Everything's political, you know. <laughs> yeah. Youngkin, that was one of his uh, platforms that he ran on, that he was going to, you oh, know, okay. make things wholesome and do all this stuff. And, you know, he was trying to appease that group of people who supported his campaign. And I guess he's yeah. trying to make good on all those promises. Right. So we shall wow. see. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. All right. I just think sometimes they just make a big fuss about nothing. It's just, you know, why you have to put a policy in place? Just make some changes and, you know, go from there. Don't uh, say there's a policy in place that you have to abide by it. If you don't, then, okay, you can't stay here. You don't have any choices anymore. It's like everything is confined and you have to do it this way. If not, I guess, yeah. you know, you have to get out that school system and, and go somewhere else. So. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I mean, to me, I don't see this as much different from when someone converts their faith, say, to Muslim and changes their mm-hmm. name. If this child mm-hmm. used to be Billy somebody and now his name is, you know, Ma- Malcolm X, for example, if that's the name he wants to go by is Malcolm in school, is it any blood off of a teacher's head to just call the student Malcolm? If that's what he prefers to be called. Like, why are you going to keep calling him whatever his name was if he's already told you that I, I prefer to go by, you know, this name now? Just just call mm-hmm. him that and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But wasn't it some policies in place, too, about the bathrooms or something? Um, yeah, they had all these policies about that, too. Why? So but then once they you're... have to... Go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was just going to say, once they finally started putting the single 
what they call single-use bathrooms, where it's not male, not female. They did, they just call it single-use, or anybody mm-hmm. can use. Then okay, problem should be solved. So oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. But they still want to focus on. I don't want any trans boys or trans girls going in the you know opposite restrooms and. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, okay, so what? Somebody gonna stand in the bathroom and monitor that? <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, well, now you got pervert patrol if that's what you're gonna do. So that'll just cause a whole nother problem. But anywho, like I said, we'll keep an eye on it because that's what we do. We keep you up to date. Okay, uh, going over to you, Papa Didi. What's your in focus for tonight? Well, you know, it just uh, stuff is becoming business as usual when they're trying to oust any kind of black studies. I don't know why aren't people able to teach black studies when when blacks are part of this. And we go back a long way. And mm-hmm. we go back a stronger way. So why are we like you trying to just erase us or something? Which is which is we don't, we don't even have to do anything, and we could never be erased. You know what I'm saying? This is this Absolutely. is this is what makes this is what makes stuff so interesting, because white folks will try to, and I say white folks because it has to be people of a non-color that is issuing all these situations. This is what I'm talking about, really, is the AP studies on African-American studies, you know, which is a curriculum, a curriculum you know. Mm-hmm. Everything at school comes in a, in, a, in a curriculum where you give it to the teacher and the teacher interprets it the way they want to interpret it, which is their right, you know what I mean? And they 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 put it out there, and it's enough, it's enough studies, enough things to last, from September to June, you know, and the different sets. By this time, you should be here. By this time, you should be there. October, by December, you should be testing on this and this and that, you know, like any other curriculum. But right. no, people are definitely, oh, my God, well, why, are they teach, why are they teaching that? Why? I mean, what are you, what are you afraid of that, that what they're teaching Kids are going to have a recollection of, of white people, or they're going to, well, you don't mind when people got a recollection of what the Germans did to the Jews. You know what I mean? So what's the difference? What mm-hmm. is the difference when you when you sum up something and people come there, everybody's going to come to their own conclusion, you know? People are going to understand it. People are going to forgive it. and People are going to not forgive it. Some people are going to get pissed off. That's the way life is with everything. You know, and, and, and white people who have the nerve to speak on that, where they don't they don't agree on shit. You know, they have such a uh, their array of disagreements are so weird. You got you got crazy white folks, then you got cool white folks, but then you got all the white folks that, that want to live in the same area with the crazy white folks, and you can't tell them apart because the ones that aren't crazy are fronting it because they live on that block. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you on that block, if you on, if you got the same circumstance of anybody, anybody who was raised together as as children, you know what I mean. 
and your mother and father lived on that block. So you lived on that block. So you all became a staple in that neighborhood. But then when your kids got older and everything, now all of a sudden you guys are still attached and connected to that neighborhood. But some white folks don't have the same Trumpism as other white folks got, but they still live next door to each other. So while they're hanging out flags and all, and hey, hey, Bill, where's your Trump flag? Oh, I don't want to hang that stuff in my house, man. I, you know, I don't want stuff to get stuck in my. You got to make excuses and alibis why he don't want to hang a Trump flag, you know. But he mm-hmm. still has to, you know, play the role, play the part. And it's sad because they, in order to live in that house where they're worrying about their property value, they have to front the game, knowing that they're not into that at all. So I said all that to say that it's at the point now where everybody's getting on this bandwagon of African-American studies. It's in Florida. Now, this particular situation is in Arkansas where you have no other than crazy lady as the fucking governor, Huckabee. Okay? Now, let's go back to Huckabee when she first started as the press secretary in the White House. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Remember when she was fat and stupid looking and crazy looking and all that? Remember before mm-hmm. she cleaned herself up a little bit? Before she got a haircut and dyed her hair and got a look and got a stylist? And when she first came out and she was classic. Now, you look at her now, you wouldn't recognize her, okay? Because she's, you know, she's turned to ass crack up in the air and everybody's licking her ass, okay? So she done got looks and makeup and the right glasses or contact lenses. Outfit. She got a stylist. You know what I mean? You wouldn't recognize uh, Huckabee now. But look back on some footage when Trump first got in office and she was the press secretary. Take a look at that, Huckabee. You know what I mean? And it's, I remember it's, it's a trick. Mm-hmm. So, but she's all just, just like DeSantis, want to bring out the big old eraser and say, no, I signed an executive order where I don't want those studies in there because it's critical race theory and no, no, no. And the one, we don't want the kids to get a strong lesson on slavery because we we're not trying to piss anybody off or mess with anybody's feelings and emotions. So then what the fuck are you going to teach them? Hmm. What's your alternative from the truth? Because well, this is what happened in life, you know? How are you going to not teach or deny? All you teaching is something that went down. And that's what went down. So it's just, you know, it's going to get ugly. And like I said, and I'll close on this, getting back to what I said about black people. Even if black people wasn't being objective on some of these decisions about African studies, how can black people not be noticed or have a non-existence in this world when everything in this world goes back to black people? Every Everything you see on TV is, has a, a rap song connected to it, right? Every commercial. Every commercial has hip-hop connected to it. Then when the football season comes in, 80% black people out there, right? Mm-hmm. And football season rules the world between September and January. And then big Super Bowl February rules the world every Sunday. Now it's on Saturday night, Thursday. Now they got football, not, not Saturday, Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, Sunday during the day. Football's all over the place, and it's mostly black people running around. So they they hold up on that. They accept that and go along with that, and not to mention entertainment, you know. 
all the people that are doing their thing with, with this and that, you know, you're watching basketball and all this and the WNBA, you know, we're always entertaining. But don't teach us shit. Leave us stupid as a box of rocks. But I don't know how it's going to blend because if black people disappear for one fucking day, people would lose their mind. <laughs> That's all I got to say on that. The people would lose their mind. They sure would. Yeah. You didn't you drop the mic, Papa Diddy? Yeah, because, Ooh, man, look at the white men with, with jungle fever out here. The ones that's chasing They're black women good. all day. Oh, my yeah, God. They would lose their mind. They would lose their mind. I think yeah, they clearly... after all that. Oh, oh yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, they, these these people clearly don't want people to learn about the real history of black people in America because they're doing mm-hmm. everything they can to dilute it, oh. water it down. That, that mess state. in Florida where they tried watering it down, they even went so far as to try to rewrite words that Frederick Douglass said where they're trying to say Frederick Douglass said that slavery was uh, something about a, and a good compromise, something along that line. Like Frederick Douglass was an was an abolitionist. I know he never said any dumb stuff like that. But that's what they're putting in the books that they're going to put in the school systems in Florida. That's what they want to teach students. Frederick Douglass was okay with slavery. He said it was a good compromise. Like, compromise to who and for what? Y'all are crazy. It's getting rough out here. It doesn't even make sense. No, not at all. They're all in Mm -hmm. it together, in cahoots, as my mama used to Mm -hmm. say. They're in cahoots. Mm -hmm. Trying to erase the civilization of this this race, as they say it. Well, Kettle, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's definitely time for a cocktail. They out here trying to uneducate people. Oh, boy. What you got for us this week for the cocktail of the week? Week, week with Kettle. I hope you got a good one for us. Uh Uh-oh. Did we lose Kettle? All right. Well, when Kettle comes back, oh, there she is. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, Kettle uh, got I excited. I had to take a break from that myself. <laughs> uh, I thought you fell off your seat. No, no, my bad. Mm-mm. All right, All right. you guys ready to get into the cocktail? the cocktail? Yes, ma'am, bring it, okay. bring it on. All right. This one is a new rum cocktail, um, one we had on the books. I think we gave that last week, but we're going to give this new one here today. This is called the Smoked Pineapple Rum Cocktail. So step up your mixology game. This hand-smoked rum cocktail recipe is made with pineapple juice and spiced rum for complex tropical flavors. All right, we're going to get into this cocktail. It is, uh, like I said, rum-based. Uh, your uh, reference of, of spiced rum, two ounces. Um, I prefer Captain Morgan. I like him. Uh, pineapple juice, four ounces. Lemon juice, one ounce. Freshly squeezed, of course. Lime juice, also one ounce. Uh, freshly squeezed. 
a ground cinnamon, a quarter uh, uh, teaspoon, smoked paprika, quarter teaspoon, and interesting wood chips, four to five for smoking. All right, we're going to put this together um, in a cocktail shaker, combine the spice rum juices, uh, the uh, a half a cup of ice and spices, shake vigorously to obtain a foam cocktail, transfer into a wide mouth glass. And then after that, we're going to get ready to smoke it. So place a cocktail strainer over the top of the glass, top with four to five wood chips and light wood chips uh, with torch until on fire. Immediately place a second glass over the top of the wood chips and the glass, capturing the smoke inside the glass. So the wood chips will extinguish and smoke will fill upper glass infusing the cocktail. So we move the glass from the, uh, uh, when the smoke has diminished. And, of course, we're going to garnish with a delicious pineapple wedge. So that is the smoked pineapple rum cocktail. You guys like it? Yeah, that's fancy. That, yeah, sounds pretty good, too. Yeah, I'd be willing to try that one. Got the smoke right. in the glass and everything. All right, Carol, thank you so much for the cocktail of the week. You're welcome. Ooh, tasty. All right, Papa Didi, coming back to you. Mm, Back to me. What's popping, Papa Didi? So much. You know, one thing I want to say uh, tonight is that, and I'm not trying to uh, uh, step on the the Hollywood segment at all, but I just want to I just want to say a couple words about Britney Spears. You know, I, I just want to say that, that that ass is crazy, man. I mean, this is just my opinion. This is just my opinion. I mean, out of nowhere. I mean, you know, and, and what gets me too, and I'm not like I said, I'm not I'm not even going to I'm just going to glaze over top of it. What I don't understand is that, you know. When you take the time to go to the altar and get married, you know what I mean? I could understand if she was out there and she was just single doing her thing and breaking up. You know, like, like what's the name? What's the girl's name? Taylor Swift? You know? Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift has been through a few relationships, and that's her business. And she's single. So if she's single, she got that right. I believe people, if you're not married, you're single. And you got that right if you're not in a committed relationship where it don't work out, it didn't work out, you didn't do anything to, you know, dip yourself into the, the whole situation of it. But this girl gets married first. You ever notice that? First. Before anything else. First. And it's a level of elaboracy and all this and, you know, and yada, yada, yada. Everybody looks good and they're all in white and is just you know, but then all of a sudden, with, with different guys lined up already, and I blame her. I'm just blaming the, I guess the relationships with her in general. But all of a sudden, it's chaotic, you know. I don't know where all these people supported her for the intern. I mean, for the, uh, the, the what do you call that thing that their father had on her? The uh, where he had custody to her mother, her her money and stuff it's like that. Yeah. Yeah, conservatorship and all that. She had his big support with that and everything. Oh, yeah, I'm cool. 
I'm cool. Yeah, I'm not crazy. I'm cool. Bullshit. You crazy than a motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and it just shows every every time you do something. And what's what's getting you over? Your white skin. And then they say she's worth sixty million fucking dollars. Damn. You know Is what I'm saying? That's wow. the word on the street. Sixty million. And I'm like, damn. And like I said, I'm just I'm just skipping over and I want to speak on it because I'm just so saddened because, you know, you want to support people, you know what I mean? You want to yeah. support people, relationships, you want to support holy matrimony. But damn, this girl boy and then he said he filed for divorce. You know what I mean? So he's trying to get the fuck out of there. I mean, oh. just, you know, you sometimes you can't bring back crazy. When somebody goes crazy, you a lot of times that person you can't you can't take it back, you know. And uh, and then when he acts out and say, "Well, damn, you crazy!" Now she's freaking out, and now now they worry about the reputation as a celebrity and all that. Man, I tell you, some of these celebrities don't see the light until they see their own life on video, you know. Ten years from now on Hollywood stories, you know what I mean? It is like you didn't get like you didn't get. And I'm gonna close on this. Like you didn't get a chance to watch the Marilyn Monroe story, or to anybody else out there that you know that drove themselves to oblivion to it. I mean, not so much Marilyn Monroe, but just different celebrities like herself that just went down hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we said last night, last week about the police. Like the police don't watch TV, and they go out and do the same shit that a cop did in Cleveland. I'm like, damn, how are you gonna do that in, in Maryland when a cop just did the same shit in Cleveland? He going to jail. Do you watch TV, motherfucker? And the same with her. She just after a while, the stuff catches up with you, and as you as you get old. Here comes the story, you know, the life of yada, yada, yada. Lived fast, died young, had a good-looking corpse. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Well, thank you for that one, Papa Didi. Uh, as we said, we're not taking any calls tonight. Uh, we got an abbreviated show, so we're just going to try to hit everything we wanted to hit and keep it moving. So I'm going to jump right in into the weird news, and um, I hit these things quickly. Uh, My weird news tonight is about a flight in Dubai that got delayed after a bear escape. This one's coming out of Baghdad. The um, Iraq's prime minister has ordered an investigation into how a bear escaped from its crate from the cargo hold of an Iraqi aircraft that was due to depart from a Dubai airport leaving passengers disgruntled over the delay and, of course, caused a stir on social media once the word got out. Uh, Iraqi Airways said they were not to blame for the bear's escape and that the crew was working with the authorities of United Arab Emirates, Emirates, which dispatched specialists to catch and sedate the bear and then remove it from the plane. And what this was all about was there are... uh, Rich people, of course, you know, in Dubai, well, apparently exotic and, um, you know, wild animals is a thing with rich people. So the bear was being transported 
for somebody who had purchased it. Now, I guess the bear didn't want to go, so the bear busted out of the crate and caused all this uproar. So I feel like good enough for y'all trying to, you know, buy all these kind of animals just because you got the money. So anyway, yeah, they sedated the bear and got it off the plane, and they're asking citizens to be on the lookout for people that are capturing these type of animals for the purpose of sales to the rich or to abuse the animals or to sell them for food in restaurants. I'm like, oh, Lord, people eating bear? That's scary. That's my weird news. <laughs> All right. Uh, over to you, Cal. What you got? That's almost bad as people eating um, rabbit in um, different restaurants. Um, okay. Let me see. A yoga enthusiast enjoys yoga with furry friends. Okay. Dressed in gym clothing and armed with foam mats, group of yoga enthusiasts gathered at a studio on the south of, of uh, the Indian capital for an hour of yoga with a furry twist. Kittens wandered around the sunlit studio uh, as the session began, some resting on the mats as soft music filled the air, while others stared curiously at the attendees as they switched between yoga poses. Uh, yoga um, involving furry companions is a popular trend around the world, with sessions involving goats and dogs, uh, usually drawing crowds looking to um, bust stress. Okay. Huh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So it goes on to say the Paul Hour has teamed up with individual cat rescuers to help cats find homes and to promote awareness about pet adoption, the organization. The organizers say that uh, they are in, uh, inundated with requests and inquiries about adoption in almost every class. Okay, interesting. All righty. <laughs> Who knows? I, I just, I have never understood when people started doing goat yoga. You know, you see people yeah. with goats climbing all up on their back. <laughs> now they're doing it with dogs and cats. Mm. I'm like, what? What is? What is going on? It's, it's a fascination. It's something new. Somebody found something new, and people are just gravitate to it. So once it gets on social media and people gravitate to it, that's it. It it has gone off the Richter scale. I think so. It sounds nasty to me, but we'll keep it moving. It, it, wait, we well, you know what color persuasion uh, is doing this crazy stuff. So okay, dokie. All right, on. moving on. Papa Didi, what's your weird news? Well, I don't know how these people have this problem because i tell you what, with the price of these jokers in the DMV, they need to send some people from the DMV to go up there and control this shit. They'll be <laughs> okay. glad to go up there, okay? I'm talking about blue crabs. Italy is set to spend $3.1 million, $3 million to tackle an invasion of blue crabs. And I'm sure people in Maryland are saying, what? Invasion. You know? Send them to okay. me. <laughs> mm. Or send people up there. to be, You know how you send people up during national disasters? That's what mm-hmm. they need to do. They need yep. to send some mid-Atlantic people up to Italy because Italy has said that it has spent $3.1 million to tackle an invasion of aggressive crabs, aggressive my ass, 
pour some beer on them motherfuckers, some fucking Old Bay, and put them in a pot. I'll change that aggressive disposition of them motherfuckers. Okay. Anyway, aggressive crafts that is threatening the country's role as one of the top producers of, of clams. So apparently the crabs is eating the clams. Oh, You know, the small clams. Yeah, yeah. Eating the clams and everything and potentially one of the signature pasta dishes, you know, because clams and pasta and Alfredo, clam, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Mm. So the blue crabs originally from the Western Atlantic has spread across several lagoons like locations in Italy, preying on local shellfish. Okay, fish row, oh. another uh, aqua, 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 aquatic life. Mm. They're, they're just invading all the small species, you know, um, what do you call those other soft things? Uh, damn, the little round joints that are what, scallops and stuff? Scallops, yeah. Scallops oh. and all that jam, okay? Okay, clam aquaforms in the delta of the Pro River Valley in northern Italy has been hit hard, okay? Leaving local marine biologists feeling like they said last week the crabs eaten up nearly 90% of their soft clam and scallop stock, okay? Wow. So they have no, you know, decorative to go with the decorative stuff. So experts have said that it is unclear why the crabs are now reproducing with such speed that they, it must be linked to climate change. Well, if they're reproducing at such speed, why don't we catch the fucking clam, the crabs? Mm. I mean, you cats is moving too slow. You know what I mean? Wow. You need to get some so, jokers that's going out on Chesapeake Bay catching that stuff every day. You got the wrong hmm. fishermen in the water. It sounds like it. So the crabs have well, gone they, to Italy and got busy. Well, they, you know, they migrate there like anywhere else, but the fishermen up there is not aggressive enough. It's not. It seems to me that that particular dish is not a, a delicacy there. Hmm. So they're, they're of an abundancy. They're trying to get rid of just to kill them, you know what I mean? And like they I said, people in Maryland. Fishermen and they don't have crab crabbers. They're not used to being out there trying to catch crabs, you know. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's not their oh. thing. But you need okay. to go get some people. You need to go get some people that it is their thing. But it takes too long to get back to the States with that. You know, being a Navy man on a ship, it takes about 10 days to get back to well, we were cruising at Navy speed, but, you know, by the time you get back, they'll be dead. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't want to say the story too loud to a DMV mm. person. But yeah. be like, what? That, that makes me sad that they're trying to kill all these crabs as much as mm-hmm. people charge for crabs in this area. But because, because of Ooh. supply and demand. Supply and demand. Now imagine how yeah, much it would cost a dozen. How much would it cost a dozen in Italy? Three dollars. They probably give them away. Mm-hmm. So, this going to show right. you what uh, what a difference well, that makes. All I can say is, people of Italy, if you don't know what to do with those crabs, get in touch with us at the Pajama Party. 
and uh, we'll help you out. And thank you for that story, Papa Didi. Uh, we're going to keep it moving with what? I'm just saying. I'm going to just jump right into it in the interest yeah. of time. Um, I know it was last week's news, but I'm still stuck on the situation that happened down in Alabama at the at the pier, you know, the Alabama brawl. I just wanted to say I love my people. Like my girl said, God knows I do. However, folk have been really wilding out over this Alabama brawl situation with the memes and the post online and all of that. They are so over the top. It's not just black folks. It's white folks posting little clips of making jokes about it. I mean, they're uploading them at least last week. It was like a new one every few seconds. And I won't lie, some of them are really funny. But I've seen people walking around with blinged out necklaces with the folding chair hanging on the necklace. They got people with the chair, folding chair earrings, people doing like a mock self-defense class with the folding chairs. I saw some with little girls look like they were about four years old coming out the house with folding chairs dressed up in their Sunday best. I don't know where they were going, but they were doing that. People have rewritten the Negro National Anthem, changed the words to lift every chair and swing. I saw Cheryl Lee Ralph singing lift every chair and swing. I mean, it's like just spreading like wildfire. And I, all of the videos and stuff, I'm just saying, you know, I love my people, but y'all are doing too much. You're just doing too much. People actually selling jewelry and T-shirts with the Alabama brawl, with the pictures of the fight. They got pictures of the baseball cap. They're selling baseball caps with the picture. They're selling, uh, like I said, the jewelry with a hanging a folding chair hanging off of your ears. They got every kind of paraphernalia that you can come up with in relation to this situation. They have found a way to merchandise it and and monetize it, and they're making money. And it's not just individual people. T-shirt companies jumped right on it, probably within hours of it happening. Folk are selling this stuff, and I'm kind of like, you know what? This was not a celebratory situation. This was a sad situation. I mean, I was glad to see the brothers jump in and defend the brother that was just trying to do his job. But for folk to jump on this now and make money and make jokes of it, I think it's just gone a little too far. So that's why I'm just saying I love my people. However, y'all are doing the most with this Alabama brawl. You know, and they moved quick on it to get all these shirts and jewelry and all that stuff produced. Folk must have stayed up at least all night long come up with all this stuff. So I'm just saying. I saw this one guy that had... He said he wasn't going to leave the house anymore unless he was strapped. And then when he stepped back from the camera, he had a big old folding chair hooked to his belt on around his pants. And I'm like, brother, y'all are just doing too much. I'm just saying, you know, as the saying goes, don't start none, won't be none. But let's not take stuff too far. You know, they had y'all had your fun. Now let it go. Let it go. You had your fun. Ease up. 
That's all I'm saying. I love my people. However, y'all are doing too much with this. That's all I'm saying. And we're going to keep it moving. Over to you, Papa Didi, living for the city. What you got for us? Well, that's pretty deep, you know, but um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that turned out that way. Despite all the crap they did with the jokes and all that stuff, I'm just, I'm just glad that white folks was able to get a bird's eye view on just how uh, unif- unified black people could be when they see ugly shit being done right on the surface, you know. And um, despite the jokes and everything with it, that had to be the unification of black people of the year so far, you know which we don't see a lot of it because we get trampled over and we get abused and we get taken advantage of, we get shit on, and every story you hear about us is on the back end of some bullshit. But to see that particular situation come about like that, which going to show you that people was in their own comfort zone and the white boys that came up there with their boat and parked it there, they were just passing through, you know. That wasn't their normal thing, and they were being arrogant when they should just, when the guy said, move your boat, move your boat. But classic. And these were young people, which go to show you that their racist-ass parents and family and friends got to them early. You know, when you start ignoring black people like that, somebody already gave you the lesson on how you're supposed to treat black people, and, and they got their ass served to them, you know. So hopefully a lot of people got the lesson that day on that situation. And that, that's what I'm hoping for above anything else. That everybody got the lesson to know that, look, stop messing with people like that. You know what I mean? Stop, stop dogging people. Stop, you know. And it's always the second person that does stuff that gets the focus on them, you know. Everybody can talk about the, the guy hitting with the chair and all that, but nobody's talking about how the white folks started that shit, how they drew first blood, you know, how they disregarded the, the whole way of that dock that day, totally denied getting out of that parking space. If they would have just got off their ass and moved that chair, I mean, get up, got off their ass and went down to that boat and moved it out the way, none of that shit would ever happen. So we can't take any part of that and blame it on anybody. But nobody made jokes about how it initially started. You know, and it's just, you know, that's the sad part about when it comes to black people. We, no matter what happens, what people do, we always get on the, we end up on the wrong side of shit. And um, I just want to, I just want to leave it at that, you know, because. Uh, but I'm, I'm thrilled on what happened that day. I was glad to see some ass being whooped. You know, hmm. I was fucking completely happy. So. I just hope nobody gets arrested for that, you know, of our people, and uh, they know who started it, and they got their ass whooped righteously, and uh, keep them moving. There you go. I've been nobody. Thank you, Papa Jesus. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, let's see. We're down to Kettle and the Hollywood wrap-up. Uh, intro, please, Papa Didi. You ready, Kettle? <laughs> I am. Take it away. Well, well, well. 
we got quite a bit of strange things going on in Hollywood. Um, if you guys haven't already seen the actress from Hustle and Flow, her name is um, Tyron Manning. She uh, looks like she's on drugs and brags about being with a married man. Um, remember the um, the one that pra- plays the prostitute in Hustle and Flow, the blonde haired chick. Um, her name, her real name is Tyron Manning. Um, this was back in twenty of uh, twenty thousand five. The hit movie Hustle and Flow looks like she's not doing too good. Um, this particular uh, media takeout learned that the actress posted a video on Instagram live which was a couple of days ago, saying some pretty bizarre things. Uh, goes on to say, according to the actress, she began dating a married man, and the two enjoyed some unorthodox romantic moments. Um, you have to look at the rant on um, Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But um, she said some interesting things, like getting into their love life, what he likes. Um, he also, she also said she's Paying for a boat for him, um, you know, just ranting and raving about their sexual their sexual activities and how the wife doesn't like her. Uh, you think? Yeah, you know, to your husband. So you you think that uh, you know the wife is gonna like you? But she talks about the wife as well. So um, it's gonna be interesting to see if she continues to get um, you know entertainment, uh, uh, you know, gigs or whatever. Let's see what's going to happen with that. But uh, it's crazy. Um, I don't know. She's just out there on the deep end. Also, um, the movie The Blind Side, um, the gentleman that played the um, with the one that Sandra Bullock played in, um, played the mother, adopted mother of the uh, football player that they took in and everything. Um, he is going to court for the, the family that took him in he is saying that he 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 um, didn't get um, what was uh, rightfully owed to him uh, because they quote unquote had a conservatorship over him uh, when they um, either adopted him or he was just under a conservatorship with the family. Um, so they did the movie, got paid, and he says he did not get uh, any residuals from the movie. So now he's suing um, that particular family now for that and um, other things. So um, we shall see what's going to happen with that. That's going to be interesting. Um, as Papa D mentioned earlier, uh, talking about Britney Spears, um, the husband, he did file for a divorce. They've only been married um, only 14 months. He reportedly filed paperwork to divorce the toxic songstress just a year after their star-studded wedding. I mean, you know, you're paying all this money to get married, and uh, you know what you're getting married to, so why would you go into doing something like that? You know, that's a lot of money. It's just a lot uh, to deal with. And it seemed like he wanted to take that responsibility, but um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he was ready for that. Um, so, that's uh, interesting. They split on my birthday, July 28th. Oh, boy, that's the official uh, date that they um, separated. So, oh, and then boy. after that, they um, filed for divorce. Yeah. So, 
she, she had a fine one, but uh, I don't know. I don't think she was she was ready for that. So yeah. Huh. Um. Also, also Michael Jordan and Oprah. Um. They're in the movies. They're going to be honored. Um. An annual Academy Museum Gala. Interesting. Uh, they are part of a distinguished group of Hollywood figures who will be celebrated at the third annual fundraising gala uh, of the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures. Wow, okay. Um, Jordan will be presented with the um, Vantage Award, which honors an emerging artist or scholar who is helping to um, narrate around cinema. Okay, interesting. All right, my girl, Oprah, go ahead, girl, do your thing. Okay. Um, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish to produce a documentary on successful women who date homeless men. Okay. Everyone deserves to be loved, said the actress. Okay. Uh, Tiffany Haddish doubles as an actress, comedian, and producer, now with adding matchmaker to her repertoire. Um, news broke that the Haunted Mansion star is in the process of moving two new unscripted projects forward with the She Ready uh, Productions in her media group. Okay. Interesting. All right. All right, Tiffany, how okay. do you do your thing? She's done quite a bit of movies. She's done about three or four movies this year. Um, so people, you know, were going to write her off, but hey, she's not written off yet. Okay, that's what's up. Um, I haven't heard his name in a while. Floyd May- Merriweather offers aid to families impacted by the Hawaii wildfire. The boxing legend has personally paid for 68 families to fly to safety. Wow, okay. Everybody knows about the devastating wildfires in the Hawaiian Island in Maui last week. Um, left hundreds of families displaced and adversely really destroyed the town, really. Um, but uh, that was cool. Sixteen families. Um, he helped fly to safety. That's that's what's up. That's, how, that's what we have to do. Help each other. And uh, I don't know if you guys watched Big Brother. The Big Brother removes a white contestant who used the N word on camera. Okay. A contestant was recently removed from CBS reality series Big Brother after he was caught using a racial slur during a conversation with another cast member. The network confirmed the news in a statement made on Wednesday. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it says, in, in a clip broadcast on the series Live, he's 30-year-old illustrator from West Western Florida, okay, was captured uttering the N-word. Realizing his error, the reality star tried to retract his statement and apologize to a black house guest in the room. Uh, too late, buddy. You're on camera, candy camera. Too bad. We got ya. Okay. Mm. All right. That's my Hollywood news. We made it short and sweet. Ooh-wee. Tonight. Well, he tried it, yeah. huh? Yes, he did. All right. Well, thank you, Kettle. Papa Didi, if you could tell everybody what is the kiss it list, because we're going to hit it quick. I mean, that's the way we uh, cancel out some of these jerk-offs for uh, doing stuff they do and uh, put them on blast. There it is. So. All right. Who we have first on the kiss it list tonight? 
Well, we got all 18 people we talked about at the beginning of the show, first of all. <clears throat> Every last one of them plus more. I mean, uh. Oh, yes. You just ain't all right. The, all the indictees, along with Trump, they're all, all the on the kids' Mm-hmm. And we can put uh, Britney Spears on there. I'm losing her mind. And okay. We thought she was going to be doing the right thing. And, uh, so uh, let's see. I've got, I got one for you. Home Depot. I'm putting Home Depot on Uh-oh. the kissing list. Uh-oh. Uh, for, for charging mafia interest rates. For their credit card, <laughs> they're on the kiss it list. Um, <clears throat> who else? Oh, the white men that were uh, out there on the um, uh, Alabama on the dock that were cursing and, and fighting and harassing that brother that was trying to do his job last week. They're on the list. Yeah. Yeah, I see DeSantis. Uh, Oh, yeah, put yeah. him on there. Yeah. Governor DeSantis those, from Florida. All those 18 people that uh, Trump had uh, underneath his wing that was helping him do his bad, his dirty work. Yeah, we got those. Yeah, um, okay. Who else you got, Papa Didi? Oh, man, so many. We got... Uh, I risk their souls, you know, but uh, Feinstein and uh, your boy, what's his name? Which the one? Republican Center from Kentucky. Oh, uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Mitch McConnell and Feinstein. Boy, yeah. come on. Did you Johnny hear that Diane Feinstein said that She's a, a victim of elder abuse. Apparently, really? she she allowed or signed over some kind of authority for her money to somebody in her family. I don't know if it was her daughter or daughter-in-law or something. So apparently, you know, she did that at some point, and I don't know if they're doing something else, something funny with the money or something, but... She's claiming to be a victim of elder abuse as wow. a result of that. Um, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Is Supreme that Court Judge. No, not at all. I've got Supreme Court Judge Clarence Thomas. Uh, he's still getting wow. busted here and there for his dealings with his billionaire friends that were buying him this and that and paying for travel and all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. as a Supreme Court judge, you shouldn't be doing that. But he continues to do it, or he was doing it, and now it's coming out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, all all the MAGA heads, uh, all the MAGA folks, they're on the list. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee, Republican lawmakers for manipulating the boundary lines to reduce black voting power. And all the clueless people who keep demonizing the word woke, they're on the kiss list. <laughs> Did anybody say Governor uh, Sarah Huckabee from uh, <clears throat> Arkansas? 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's on the kiss. Yeah, she is. Anybody else? Um, what about the town that we talked about? The, the FedEx guy was in that. Uh, oh right. Uh, in Mississippi. Yeah, I don't know. We should put FedEx or the town. Probably the town with the they're racist ass people. You know what? Yeah, put all of them on there. Those two, uh, the case, and then name case. What is that? The case father and the case son. Those two people that were shooting at him. They're on the kisser list. Um, I think that was all I had. Oh, Detroit cops that falsely arrested and jailed a pregnant woman because they were relying on facial recognition. And they got it totally oh, yeah. wrong. You remember that sure. story? Yeah, right. they claimed she so. carjacked and and held somebody up at gunpoint. All of this mm-hmm. stuff. And that woman was eight months pregnant. Crazy. Traumatized her, sent her in the hospital. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, last That's call. Good. Anybody else? Did anybody say morning Trump? Enough. Trump's <laughs> always on the kitchen. He should have been number one. Yeah, it should have been. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, oh, we got a special prize for everybody on this least list. Here's my entire All right, All welcome right. back to the John Party. Cornelius Papadini here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. And we're down to the last word. Uh, what's your last word, Papadini? My last word is, uh, like you said, everybody's talking about that woke stuff on a backwards level. They done took a word now, don't even know how to use it, don't to phrase it. You know what I mean? Don't know how to insert it. It's so sad. So just, I mean, some people are so damn counterfeit and so slow. Mm-hmm. They really are. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was your last word. All right, gotcha. Yeah, it's my last oh. word. Yeah. Okay. All right. And my last word is have a lovely weekend. Enjoy the weather while it lasts. Because winter is coming, uh, do what you can to help the people in Maui to get through this terrible fire and the loss that's going on. It's just devastating. So, you know, let's all get together and do what we can to help. That's what we should do, help. And that's my last word. What's your last word, Kendall? Um, I'm feeling pretty good this evening. Finally, 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 the 
the mayor has uh, come to her senses, and she has finally put a, a, a juvenile curfew into place. Um, what? It has been on the D.C. books since 1995, but they really have not enforced it. So starting September the 1st, which they should have done during the summertime, some of this violence could have been curbed, but starting September 1st from 11 p.m. to uh, 6 a.m. is a curfew. If you're under the age of 18, you need to be in the house. And on the weekends, uh, Friday through Saturday, it's, it is uh, 12 midnight to 6 a.m. So if you haven't heard about the curfew, you better get on the stick. If not, they said they're going to start taking some folks to juvenile detention. Whatever you want to call right, it. Now. And the parents got to pick them up from there. So it's about time. Either that or the National Guard. So maybe the National Guard will be next. But I'm just glad yeah. we're finally doing something. Because uh, I was just getting tied up and shoot them up, bang, bang, every day. So kudos to the mayor and whoever else is involved in that. Let's keep going forward. Should have gone backwards. So thank you, thank you. All right. Well, that's a move, hopefully, in the right direction. Shout out to the mayor of D.C. All right, well, that'll do it for us for this edition of A Pajama Party. Uh, we're going to say goodnight and get on out of here and get the weekend started. Say goodnight, Papa Didi. Goodnight, everybody. Say goodnight, Kettle. Goodnight, peace out. And this is Red Wine mm-hmm. saying goodnight. Deuces. We're out of here. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bet you farewell, Arabadeji, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know 
all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.